Hello baseball fans, welcome back to another edition of Throwback Sports Productions and Backyard Baseball 2001. I am your host, Michael Schultz, along with my good buddy, brother, and co-host Ben Schultz over there in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. It is the playoffs, baby. That's right, first round of the playoffs, American League Division Series, game number one. We've got the Hornets on tap against the Toronto Blue Jays at home at Steel Stadium. But first things first, Ben, how the heck are you, and are you as amped for this postseason as we are? Yeah, definitely so. Doing well here and excited to get into the first game of the ALDS here. We are facing, as we mentioned last episode, Mike, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. And if I remember, actually, I don't remember, but my notes state uh, we unanimously agreed that the <laughs> Hornets have the upper hand going into this match with a 13-1 and average. Average? Nah, it's not record. an average. It's a record. Which yes. is better than an average because it's record. Um, and uh, the Blue Jays with <laughs> eight and six. And this will be our second, third time seeing them? I forget. Uh, this would be our second time seeing them. We saw them once in the regular season. And then um, after that, it's just here in the postseason. But we'll get to see them for at least two games. It is a best of three series. Uh, so first first team to win two games moves on and advances. Um as the notes will state, we are home here at Steel Stadium for Game 1. Randy Johnson gets the start for your boys and girls on the Hornets' side, and then the Blue Jays tab Luann Louis for their start. She was the workhorse of the uh, season for them, pitching-wise. Not the lowest ERA, but did pitch the most innings, so probably the most experienced, which is why she got the nod here this afternoon. Curious to see how things shake out. A note for you here, Ben Mariano Roth, center fielder for the Blue Jays, is not feeling that great. As far as the fielding goes out there in center, so I'll keep an eye on that as the game goes on. But Canseco woke up and he could field out of his mind this morning during practice, so he's ready to go. <laughs> nice. Sally Dobbs is feeling good as always, and Randy Johnson's always ready for a big-time postseason pitching uh, matchup here. So we'll get into uh, further information here, but what are your thoughts on the game here today, Ben, and what do you think we're going to see? I'm excited to get into it. Um, I don't really have too many thoughts because we kind of exhausted everything during the postseason preview edition. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Other other than uh, watch out Blue Jays because we're coming into this postseason hot. That is correct. So, as Ben said here, we uh, did a bunch of previewing in the postseason preview um, podcast edition uh, about two weeks ago now. Um, which is what we did that, and that's been uploaded since. So if you're fuzzy on any of the details, go ahead, catch up with that, then come back to us here and listen to this game, tune into the action. But we are done and ready to go, and we'll just do the lineups here and jump into it. We are so excited. So, Ben, if you want to do the uh, Home Hornets, I'll do the Road Blue Jays, and we'll go from there. Alrighty, sounds good. Um, you're first, right, because you're the Road? Fantastic. Yep, road teams always go first. So here we go. Take it away. For the game one of the ALDS, the Toronto Blue Jays visiting lineup for game one. Leading off and doing the catching today is Jody Palmer. Batting second and doing the pitching today will be Luan Louis. In the third slot, the shortstop, Mr. Secret Weapon himself, Pablo Sanchez. Batting fourth and over in right field is Raul Mondesi. Batting fifth and over at second, Veronica Lee. In the sixth spot at first base is Tracy Hoban. Batting 7th and over in left field is Nate Kowalski. Batting 8th and in center field today will be Mariana Roff. And rounding it out, batting ninth, playing 3rd base is Mickey O'Connor. So that's your Road Blue Jays lineups. On to the home lineups for the Hornets. Ben, take it away. 
Ladies and gentlemen, your home Red Hornets, and first batting is Reese Worthington on shortstop. Batting second is Pete Wheeler playing left field. Uh, batting third, third baseman Chipper Jones. Batting fourth, first baseman Jose Canseco. Batting fifth, center fielder, the trustee of Buller, Kenny Lofton. Batting sixth on the pitcher's mound today, Randy Johnson. Batting seventh in the catching spot, as always, Tony Del Vecchio. Batting eighth, playing right field today, is Sally Dobbs. And batting ninth, playing second base, Ronnie Dobbs. Those are your lineups for the Red Hornets. Mike, take it away into game number one. All right, thank you, Ben. Well said there. Those are your lineups, your news and notes. Let's take it away here from game number one of the ALDS on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Blue Jays at Hornets Steel Stadium. Let's play some baseball. Playoffs begin here today. Randy Johnson ready to go. Jody Palmer leading it off. And ladies and gentlemen, first pitch of the series. Johnson winds, fires. Change up, swung on and lifted toward third. Jones takes a few steps around. It glances off of him and will go bouncing into out-of-play territory. So a strange series of events. The normally sure-handed Chipper Jones flubs the catch there. It glances off of his body as he falls. The ball cambers away. Out of play behind the shed. And that is a an error and a one-base advancement. So runner on second to start. And Johnson's like, come on, man. Yeah. Louis, Louis Bunts trying to move the runner. Johnson fields it, winds. He's going to have a close play at third. Throws. Tag is applied. Great heads-up play by Johnson. Gets the lead runner. One away. Luan Louis, the speedy pitcher, now on first base. So here is Pablo Sanchez, and Johnson's got to be careful here. Runner aboard. One out. Sanchez bunts himself as well. This has popped up there. Delvecchio makes the play, throws to first, and back safely is Luan Luis. So, Ben, interesting play there by Sanchez trying to bunt the runner over and try for a squeeze play there. What was that about? Yeah, it was kind of interesting. Uh, Jody Palmer made a run for it and a valiant one at that, but uh, she wasn't able to get past the glove of our trusty Chipper Jones here as he's kind of redeemed himself after that flub earlier and uh luann patiently waiting on first base for action to happen and it may be in the form of raul mondesi right fielder today batting and he will swing and through strike two uh louis goes for two bases is tagged out by reese worthington well played there we are through the first half of the inning hornets are up now and worthington the guy who made the play just now is on the plate so what a play there by Delvecchio to gun down the runner on a hop at second. Luan Louis trying to go for base number two and could not make the could not make the play safely. So good job there by Delvecchio. Heads up play and Johnson gets out of the inning. All cacophony aside without any issues as this ball is slapped into center field. Mariana Roth going over to get it. Fields it, throws in towards second. So there's a base hit for Worthington. A clean single up the middle. Good sign for him and a good start for the Hornets. Reese Worthington single. Now Pete Wheeler at the plate. So like we said before, Ben Luan Louis has the most pitching experience of anybody in this Blue Jays rotation. This is fisted toward third. Fielded by O'Connor. Flips the second out there. Wheeler safe at first. Fielder's choice. Or rather a force out. Or force play there at second. So now Wheeler on first and Chipper Jones at the plate with one away. Ball one low. So look for Luan Louis to get 
you know, she needs to get ground ball outs. Don't expect a lot of strikeouts from her. Don't expect her to go deep into the game trying to get strikeouts for this side of the side of the inning there. Jones a patient man and knows how to make contact. The 1-1 pitch. Fouled again. Swing and a foul and a broken window. First one of the postseason. Another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado and Wisconsin and Minnesota and everywhere else. First one for the postseason. We'll be tracking that one as always, Ben. Jones grounds this one to the pitcher. Luann Louis fields it, sprints to the bag at first, gets the out there. Wheeler goes to second on the play. And here is Jose Canseco feeling orange hot in the fielding department and just in general. He is ready to play. This is his favorite ballpark to play in, the short porch in center field. Belted a mess of home runs here during the regular season. Would love a chance for another one. Luan Louis puts one in there for strike one. Wheeler on second. Two outs here. And the pitch is Steerag 2. Stone-faced. He is ready for action, and he's not going to swing till he knows it. Oh, and there you go. A high, towering fly ball to right of center field, going over the barn shed at right field, and gone on the fly. Clears the tire truck over right field. My goodness gracious. Wow, a two-run moonshot by Canseco. And the ball is still rolling 408 feet, a 2-0 lead for the Hornets. And like you said, Ben, he waited on that pitch and he was ready for it and clobbered that sucker for a home run. Canseco off and running once again. My goodness. He was patient, he waited for the right pitch and definitely delivered. Speaking of delivery, Luanne Louis delivers her second pitch to Kenny Lofton who looks... That ball two, close to his shoe tops inside. Two away, but two in the bag here for the Hornets at the bottom of our first inning. They lead 2-0 over the Blue Jays. This one's cranked towards left field. Fielder over to get it, gets it on a hop, crushes a couple dandelions in the process, and Lofton is safe on first base. I think the Hornets are trying to get away with as much as they can early on in the game, as they have no idea how the Blue Jays have transformed between now and the last time they faced them. That's Johnson absolutely right. Grabs a strike inside and uh, take it away, Mike. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, who knows what's going to happen there for uh, for the Blue Jays, how they can adapt and, and respond. They got a runner on second with their first at batter there and then could not make anything else happen. But uh, we'll see what, what they do as this game progresses. Strike two there to Johnson. One ball, two strikes, two away, runner on first. Two nothing Hornets lead, bottom of the first on the belted shot by Canseco to right field. The one-two is low and outside for ball two. One thing to keep in mind, Ben, in this series, even though it's best of three, Canseco with the upper hand already, but who do you think of the heavy hitters between Sanchez and Canseco who's going to have a better series here? Oh, my. I don't know. I mean... If I were to put my money anywhere, I'd actually put it towards Jose Canseco. Um, he's been a little bit of a sleeper for the second or the midsection of the regular season, and then just started to wake up and, and really stretch his wings, so to speak. And uh, if anything, I'm pretty sure he's going to fly 
real high come the postseason if this uh, first inning is any reflection of where he is pointed. So I'm going to lean towards Canseco with that one over the steady... Um, who is this guy? Pablo Sanchez. Pablo Sanchez. Excuse me, sorry. There you go. I didn't see him on our roster, and I'm like, oh, that's right, because he's not. <laughs> no, he's not on our roster. He's not on their roster. He was on our rosters in, in seasons past with other teams, but not not in this case here. The draft dictated otherwise, and that's perfectly fine. The randomness has decided here, and Tony Delvecchio has decided to crank this one up, and it's a foul ball. Bring out your gloves, bring out your hats, cover your slushies and your beers. Wait, no, we don't sell beers here. Your root beers. Cover your root beers. There you go. <laughs> there is a foul ball, a third consecutive foul ball, and another broken window. Another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows there. And that one is broken window number two for the postseason. And another foul ball. Four straight. My goodness, Ben. Delvecchio is hanging tough here. Definitely so. Louis puts him where she needs to and just gets Delvecchio swinging. See what he does with this one straight at the middle, and we'll crank this one over the head of the shortstop, and that will get down for a base hit. Kenny Lofton rounding third, going to home, and Tony Delvecchio rounding first, going to second, Johnson going to third. We have put another run on the board here, 3-0 so far, and the ball is still finding its way into the infield. Uh, Johnson trips on his shoe tops, and he's in a rundown now between home and third base. Catcher runs. And he's oh. just tagged out at the. That's oh, gonna. Hit, that's gonna hurt. They if tried he didn't to get a little too much on that one. Trip over his shoelaces, grounding third, going to home, and face planting in the grass. He would have made that, but oh, unfortunately, man. Johnson does not make the trip home. The inning uh, ends, so it's an RBI there for Delvecchio, and then a un RBI, and a bunted foul ball by Rolamondesi, and a broken window there too. So number three. On the day, and two, uh, uh, we had two for the first inning, and one for this one so far. So another call to Anderson Windows of Colorado, Wisconsin, and Minnesota for all your in-home window, in-home window, in-home and broadcast booth window replacement. It's easy for me to say. I need more sleep. <laughs> Swing and a miss for strike three, and Mondesi strikes out. First strike out of the day for Johnson. Eight pitches now. He threw five in the first inning. A lot of interesting things happen in that top half of the first, but Veronica Lee swings and fouls this one. Feeling pretty good today, though, is Veronica. Had a smile on her face as she came into the ballpark for warm-ups this early afternoon. Now the pitch from Johnson again. Swung on, this is hit high toward left field. Wheeler is staying put, and he charged the ball and couldn't make the catch. So, uh, off of his off of his noggin, his, his uh, tall gourd there, Boinked the ball off of his head, but he seems to be fine. Gives a little rub, gives a thumbs up with a cheesy grin, and he's okay. So, runner on first, one away. Tracy Hoban now at the plate. Swung on, and this is golfed towards shallow center. Here's Lofton making a charge, and makes the catch. Flips over to Worthington, who throws to first base. Conseco covering. Throws back to the pitcher, two away. So, Nate Kowalski now up. Infield is in. Trying to guard against a bunt or any, you know, any kind of a cheesy play here. One ball, no strikes. Johnson looking to get out of this inning without any issues here. Looks pretty confident, though, as he usually does. Strike one to Kowalski. 
Johnson's remained steady and on the beat so far and definitely carried yes. his team to a 3-0 in the first inning here. This one's tipped foul off the bat of Kowalski, and that'll be 2-1 the count. Two away, one aboard here on the bottom of the second inning. Hornets lead over the Blue Jays, as we said, 3-0. In game one of the ALDS, he winds, fires, and just will paint the strike zone for out number three. So Johnson is sitting high there after one and a half innings. And Sally Dobbs is at the plate now. We are almost at the end of the order here for the Hornets batting. And this is Sally's first time at bat here postseason. The low and away ball one. So, Loan Louis, there have been 26 pitches in that first inning alone, gave up the three runs. Could have been more, but Johnson could not score on that play off the uh, double there by Del Vecchio. But nonetheless, the 3 nothing lead for the Hornets, bottom second. Ball two, ball three, excuse me. Three balls, no strikes to Dobbs. She has her pick of any pitch forthcoming here. The 3 0 from Luann. Swung on this is slapped toward first base. Skips past the first baseman into right field. Montessi on his horse, charges, throws to first. And the runner is safe. First baseman could not make the play. A little bit too much sauce on that throw by Montessi, and the uh, first baseman couldn't handle it. So that'll be an error on the first baseman. And Dobbs Sally is safe at first. Dobbs Ronnie is at the plate. <laughs> Always got to differentiate between them two, especially if they're in the same class. And uh, just tracking back just slightly, Tracy Hoban uh, with the error on that first base. Uh, I would be shaking my head, too, if I were in her shoes. Uh, definitely, yeah. you know, probably just a slip up or something or a frog croaked or something. But uh, definitely, definitely a little bit uh, rocky after that. Uh, three balls suddenly for Ronnie. Dobbs Ronnie. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, Luanne the Wee Wines fires for pitch number 34. This will stay outside and be a walk. So runners at first and second, Mike, with Reese Worthington bringing us to the back of the top of the order. Yep, Worthington with a sharp single up the middle his first time up. And Steerike one on the inside corner. Looking to do some damage here. Nobody out to a board. Swan, oh dear, this is right back up the middle to Luan Louie, out at third, throw the second, out there, double play, and that is the way to get it done on defense. A huge break there for the Blue Jays, a ball right back to the pitcher, comebacker handled cleanly, through to third, out there, through to second, out there. So Worthington now safe as Pete Wheeler comes to the plate and golfs this one foul for strike one. That is a huge help to the Blue Jays, not only on the defensive side for Luan as pitcher, but also for the offense with a potential special offensive play forthcoming. This one is hit right there on a bounce toward Sanchez. He fields it smartly, steps on the bag, out second, and there you go. So top third, if anybody gets aboard, Johnson might have his work cut out for him here. We'll see what happens. Still early stages. We're in the top of the third, though. 3 nothing Hornets. Mariana Roth at the plate, swinging a miss, strike one. 15 pitches for Johnson in two innings of work. Two strikeouts, no walks, no runs. Swing and a miss, strike two. So, Ben, I think this would be a wait-and-see approach here for the Blue Jays, or actually even for Johnson, too. You saw that double play develop. You know they got something cooking there for offense at some point. I think it's just going to be a wait-and-see for him, but he uh, sees to it that the batter is struck out. 
caught looking for out number one and strikeout number three for Johnson. But, Ben, do you think the Blue Jays fancy their chances of a bit of a comeback here in the next couple innings, knowing what just happened? Um, I think so. They've definitely got some traction now. They've figured out, again, how the Hornets work. Uh, changes on both sides a little bit. I see the Blue Jays uh, being a little more risky, but uh, risk equals reward here, especially in the postseason. And for them, it's definitely played off defensively. For the most part, as long as the ball mostly stays inside the park, I've seen the Blue Jays maintain a good level of control over the game itself. Uh, Mickey O'Connor, speaking of the game, steer at number three, ushers in Jody Palmer, two away, nobody on, bottom of third, 3-0 Hornets. But yeah, Mike, um, if they can leverage that special play they just got, uh, first of all, it's a roll of the dice to see what it is. But if they can leverage that and pull some tricky things on their offense, i say they got a fighting chance here in game number one. I would say so, too. We'll see what happens. This one is ripped foul for strike two. Johnson is uh, intending to strike out the side here, Ben. First two went down looking. The pitch to Palmer. Swung on and miss. He sets him down in order. Three in a row for Johnson. And he strikes out the side. Cleaning of work. We go to the bottom of the third, and the Blue Jays are like, oh boy. He has that look in his eye now. <laughs> Slightly different, but with a steely, colder edge. Yes. There's more steel to the blue of those eyes. So now here's Chipper Jones leading off to the uh, bottom of the third. 0 for 1 today. One ball, one strike. Luan Louis back to work again. This one is corked high to center field. That's trouble. Back goes the center fielder to the wall and gone. Chipper Jones, a solo home run. Barrels one up to center. Just missing the light pole there. And it bounces off the pine tree rows and 230 to center field so his second home run of the day speaking of home runs here's the man who hit the first one jose canseco at the plate with bases empty swing and a miss on a fastball low strike one he was ready to hunt on that one a mighty swing from a mighty man yes sir nice low stance keep that center of gravity nice and well center and uh, <laughs> step through the swing. That's what you got to do for that. Also golf, also bowling, and a lot of stuff. It's got pool. You don't step through anything in pool. Uh, Canseco whacks this one deep and high into center right field. It's still up. It's coming down back into orbit and <laughs> finally catches uh, out number one here uh, against the Hornets here as uh, Raul Mondesi grabs that out of the air, makes the play. Well done, him. Uh, Kenny Lofton will swat this towards left field. Uh, the fielder grabs it, throws to short, and Lofton is long safe on first. Dusting his heels, kicking the dirt off his boots, that kind of work. Deserves an ice cream bar. Definitely warps between bases, <laughs> as he, yes, he always does. does. Uh, 4-0 Hornets at the bottom of the third inning now. Ready Johnson is up. Pitcher v. Pitcher now. Ball one outside. Louis Wines fires again and gets him swinging. This one will be dribbled towards third baseman. Picks it up. Fires a first. Guns down Lofton. Turns. Fires to or second. Fires wow. first. And they get the oh double boy. play. So definitely shut them down here. Well played, Blue Jays. And that ushers us into the top of the fourth, Mike. Two. Holding up two fingers to the camera. There are now two double plays. Fantastic. Turned against us. <laughs> we will see what happens. 
Lin Lui at the plate. Tries to bunt her way on again. She tried that last time and Randy threw the runner out at third. Wheels throws to first. One away. Nothing doing. Their strategy has no power here. Speaking of power, in tiny form, with the Heine Grow bottle bat of note and fame, Pablo Sanchez 0 for 1 today. Randy Johnson not as concerned with bases empty, but Sanchez still knows how to hit. Steerike 1. Very relaxed here is Sanchez. Pitch. Swung on and golfed. High and foul for strike two. Johnson just waiting for an opportunity. He'd love to strike him out. The pitch. He got him looking. Oh my goodness. Fastball in the top left corner. And down goes Sanchez. Two away now for Mondesi. Who struck out his last time up as well. So far, Ben Johnson is making this Blue Jays heavy hitters look rather silly today. As he grounds out there to back to the pitcher. Flips to first and there's out number three. So we're done through the top half of four. We go to the bottom half. Four nothing Hornets. As Tony Del Vecchio leads it off. Ben, go ahead and do the, uh, the ad spot here for, for Red Circle here in the bottom half of the fourth. Go for it. Seem to be having a few technical difficulties here. But that's quite alright. So go ahead and hit us up there on redcircle.com uh, slash throwback sports productions. We are there with all of your uh, podcast needs. You can find us there on all of your mediums of choice. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, and a whole bunch of other forms as well. So tune into the action. We appreciate the support. We appreciate the listens. There is a foul ball strike number two for Tony Delvecchio. Doubled his first time up with an RBI to go with it. This one is grounded in front of the mound. Luan Louis gets to it. Catcher gets to it. Throws the first and out number one. Take a quick pause here for station identification. And yes, as you said before, Mike, um, definitely a big thanks to Red Circle to, for having us on the network. Find us wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, search up Throwback Sports Productions, and you should see us right in your feed there. Uh, we're working on migrating our back catalog uh, to Red mm -hmm. Circle, so you can find us um, and, and all of the seasons beforehand. And uh, once that's complete, you'll have... The best library available for nostalgic, pixelated wonderfulness there. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, at least. <laughs> I hope you yes. agree, too. So uh, that's about all I've got on that alley. But uh, speaking of the alley, it seems we're at the bottom of the fourth inning. Sally Dobbs will dribble this one towards the pitcher. And Louis will watch that <laughs> come towards her shoes. <laughs> Sally Dobbs easily makes it, it to first. Strange, strange decision on that play there. So... Sally on first, running out the plate. One out. Nobody scored yet, but we'll see what happens. Ball one low. Luan Louis coming up to 60. That's 6-0. Six, 60 pitches almost here. Just through number 56 and about to throw number 57. And Ronnie swings and misses on that one. Strike one. 
So, Ben, if the Blue Jays want to make something happen, they got to start here soon. Speaking of making things happen, Jody Palmer now switching in for pitcher for Luan Louis. Goes three and a third innings, gives up four runs, and is responsible for the runner on first base. It's an early out uh, for... Um, Luanne Louis, but uh, she was pitching hard even the first inning. So part of me is surprised. The other part of me is not. Speaking of surprise, uh, uh, Dobbs Sally thrown out a second (laughs) and a double play. And we are down through four. This is now three double plays (laughs) that have been pulled against the Hornets. And yet we are still up for nothing. What has the world come to, Michael? I have no idea, but we're about to find out. Veronica Lee is leading it off. She singled last time up. Randy Johnson trying his best to um, not look any part of concern on his face. Six strikeouts through four innings of work is pretty darn efficient, if you ask me. 30 pitches through four innings, six strikeouts. The bunt by Veronica Lee. That is a well-played bunt. Jennifer Jones fires over to first and cannot get the runner. So a perfectly done bunt there by Veronica. They were not expecting bunt, but they had it happen. So here we go. Tracy Hoban now at the plate. Runner at first, nobody out. What are they going to do here, Ben? Oh, man, they've got to run away and run away now. Um, Otherwise, they're not going to make any headway. Runner tagged. Uh, going to second and throwing to first. Randy Johnson flubs the catch. And uh, Tracy Holbin will find her way safely on first base. So equal parts done and none here as we usher in Nate Kowalski, who is 0 for 1 today. We are at the bottom of the fifth inning. Hornets lead 4-0 over the Blue Jays. At Steel Stadium, this is game one of the ALDS. Swing and a miss from Nate Kowalski, and that'll be Steerike numero uno. Johnson contemplating his options here and his place in the universe. And winds and <laughs> fires again. A throw looks to be curveball inside. Paints the strike zone for out number two. Bob Ross would be proud. A happy little strike in that corner right there over there. As Randy Johnson looking to finish off Kowalski. Swing and a miss strike three. Strikeout number seven. And the big unit is looking very confident. Mad but in a determined way. That is how he looks out there. His jaw is set as this ball is absolutely spanked into right field. A screaming line drive. Screaming all the way. Sally Dobbs throws into first, tries to get the out, and got it. Wow, what a play. Shuts him down. And a defensive assist there from right field. Throws this absolute one-hop seed over to first base. Ends the inning. We go to the bottom of the fifth. No run score. Johnson's fired up as he walks off the mound. High fives all around for that. As this ball slapped right back into the glove <laughs> of the pitcher. He just nonchalantly like sticks the hand up, catches it, puts it back down. No biggie for Jody Palmer. One up, one down. Line out there for Worthington. And now uh, Pete Wheeler at the plate. Swung on in this golfed. Shallow left field. That's going to drop for a hit in no man's land. Wheeler on his horse. He will be at least at second base with a double. And he is going to try for a three-bagger. Coming on hard to the base, slides in safely for a triple. So Pete Wheeler, a beautiful play there. Triple for him. Chipper Jones now at the plate looking to drive him in. Home home, home run? Home ran? Ran home his last time up with a home run. There you go. 
Home to Easy for me to say. Time last with yeah. <laughs> Good gracious. Oh, so absolutely. runner on third is Wheeler after the triple. We need a bit more sleep up here in the booth. Maybe some coffee. We'll see what happens. But anyway, maybe both. <laughs> sleep and coffee. Yes. As David would say, we need a caffeine nap. Yes. Caffeine absolutely. naps are great. Remembering those from college, they. Throw from Sanchez. The first base is beautifully picked by the first baseman, so that gets an out there, but the run did score. That was the only play he had for the out, so a stellar defensive play by Sanchez just to get the out. But the run will score. It's now 5 nothing Hornets in the bottom of the fifth. Two away for Jose Canseco, who is no stranger to success. One for two today, and coincidentally the postseason, as he will smash this one foul for 1-1. One and one. No one to play with on base, but uh, with a lead like this and arms like his, do you really need one? This one comes lazily inside, and we'll paint the corner for strike two. Jody Palmer, if I remember correctly, I think this is her first time pitching against Conseco. First baseman V pitcher as this one comes in center strike zone, and this one is corked foul again for strike two. Conseco's not a big fan of those... Uh those uh, left hook curveballs there. Takes ball two outside. He's a patient man. Lots of patience and experience in that bat in that brain of his. The 2-2 pitch from Palmer. Swan and chopped foul. Good spoiled pitch there. Hornets lead 5-0. Palmer responsible for getting them through this half inning. Oh my gosh, and she strikes out Canseco. And he is shocked as he walks back to the plate, or back to the dugout, rather. So here we are, Ben. Top of the sixth, last wraps for the Blue Jays. Facing down the barrel of Randy Johnson. Mickey O'Connor leads it off. Swing and a foul, strike one. 38 pitches, seven strikeouts, no walks, no runs through five. As he is trying to finish off this complete game shutout. A bit more work than he thought he might be in for today, but uh, he's no stranger to long games and longer innings. Longer, long innings and longer games. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Steer act two for O'Connor. Two and one the count. And uh, Johnson with a cool 41 pitches. Uh, he is where Luan Louis was five innings ago. And uh, this was corked foul for Steer act two. We seem to have exhausted our broken windows for the time being, Mike. Uh, we're up to three. We stayed there for a while. Yeah, we front-loaded them in that first first two innings there, first inning and a half. And uh, there's Randy Johnson, strikeout number eight for him for the day. He has been rolling on the mound. Defense has been sharp overall for the Hornets as well. That one misplay there by Johnson covering first base on a ground ball. But that ball was thrown a little bit ahead of him. He tried to outstretch his long arm, and even so couldn't quite get it on the ball on the glove. Jody Palmer takes strike two. And Johnson is just looking for strikeout number nine. The pitch to Palmer. Swung on and popped up. Foul. We'll try it again here. Johnson, no sweat there on the mound. The 0-2 once more. 
Swing and a miss, strike three, strikeout number nine. Will he strike out the side bend? Will he do it? Do you think? Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah, he will. <laughs> well, Lorraine Lee is one for two with a single. Tried to bunt her way on a bunch of times today. Was unsuccessful for most of them. Not hating on that teddy bear, but it may have something to do with the lack of power here in Louis's arm. <laughs> Inside ball one, one and one the count. I mean, the teddy bear is super cute, but it's uh, it, it's a bit of a hindrance when you're wielding a bat, even if it's like the size of a toothpick. <laughs> no offense to the bat. No offense to the manufacturer. No <laughs> offense to the to the bat wielder. There you go. But uh, here is Randy Johnson. The 1-2 pitch, pitch number 51. Ball one high. Womp womp. We'll do it again. 51 is actually his, his uh, number in real life. The pitch again to Luan Louise, swung on and hits it back toward Johnson, so no strikeout number double digits, but he throws to first, and there's out number three, and that is your ball game, a complete game, 5-0 shutout, gem pitched by Randy Johnson, the big unit himself. Hornets go on the offensive. Jose Canseco, the offensive player of, uh, one of the offensive co-offensive player of the day, along with Chipper Jones there. A uh, two-run Blast to right field by him. Chipper Jones with a solo shot to center field. And there you go. So the Blue Jays win it 5-0 over the Hornets. Excuse me. The Hornets win 5-0 over the Blue Jays. I'm sorry. Again, that coffee can't come soon enough. <laughs> um, my gosh. No, Hornets win 5-0 over the Blue Jays. Johnson, a complete game shutout. Nine strikeouts and a dominant affair. And the Blue Jays start behind the eight ball big time after game one. They have to hike it up and win game two, but that will be on the road for us. So it goes home, road, home. Um, how the uh, how the three-game set goes if we get to three games. But the Blue Jays will play them at their place next time. Uh, we're going to go around the league here. Uh, f but for, for that here, Ben, what were your thoughts on the game we just saw here today? Um, it was interesting to see how these teams have kind of matured since they last saw each other. But on the other hand, I am not surprised at all that we walked away with this game. And I think the key difference is both teams had very good defense, but mm -hmm. we applied ours first at the mound mm -hmm. in the infield. Yes. Um, the Blue Jays, you know, when the ball ended up in the infield or sometimes the outfield as well, they were definitely able to leverage that. But that left them open for some long balls and uh, definitely capitalized on those opportunities there. So those are my thoughts for the game. Rolling into around the league, um, I forget. Um, and you can remind me too here, we had uh, some sort of a wager <laughs> going on uh, between us. Uh, uh, I chose the Cleveland Indians uh, to win yes. their first game of the uh, postseason. And you choose you chose the Super Duper Fishes uh, to win the first game of the postseason. And a package of uh, winner's choice Oreos uh, was on the line here. So dovetailing into that, Mike, what are the results here? Yes, so I couldn't remember, was it who won the first game, or was it who would win the series? Oh, gosh. I don't remember. We're going to have to go back and look. But if it's who won the first game, 
I do see on that screen there, Ben, as I hope you do too, an 8-3 score final in favor of the Super Duper Fishes. So, if that is the truth, and it was who wins the first game, then um, I would request a package of... Um, let's see here. What shall we go with, ladies and gentlemen? What shall we go with? Pick your poison. Mmm... <laughs> Lots to choose from. I would go with just a regular, like, like the original Oreos, uh, but ju just like the family size of that. Just the original Oreos, but a big, a, a big box of them. All right. <laughs> so that's what we'll go with here. That is my pick for it. Uh, we'll go back and check the uh, postseason preview. Um, <laughs> the postseason preview broadcast to find out if it was who won the first game or who won the series. I think it was the series, but uh, we'll, we'll find out. In any case, fishes over the Indians eight to three. They take the one game lead. If they win again, they will go and advance to the American League Championship Series and await either us as the Hornets or the Blue Jays if they try to come back from the wild card. Then over in the National League here, Ben, the Giants surprisingly shutting out. The number one seed of the National League, the Melonheads, 5-0. As they go the distance and get their win, Melonheads drop, surprisingly, their first game in this series. They are the favorites, the heavy favorites in the National League side, but they drop game one to the to the upstart Giants, who we mentioned in the notes, Ben, too, before. They're scrappy. They know how to play, and they know how to find wins. So they found one here. They kept the Melonheads at bay completely and shut them out. What do you think about that? That's intriguing um, and something I didn't exactly see coming off the bat here. But uh, Giants walk away with that victory over the Melonheads 5 0. And what were our thoughts with those guys? Um, I think we thought that the Melonheads had the edge there. I do recall. Um, we actually unanimously agreed it was a toss up. But uh, the Giants just clobbered the Melonheads in that one. So. Big surprise coming from them in left field. We'll see how they fare for the whole series. But, oh my gosh. Definitely surprises there. So, that's yeah, interesting to look back on. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see how the rest of that series plays out. It could be a short one or it could be an extended thing. We'll see what happens there. I'm just going ahead and pulling up those uh, game notes once again for the sake of having things on hand. There we go. Oh, that's the broken windows. We need something else. Da, 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 da. That's okay. We'll find it here. There it is. Alright, so. What did we say for that one? For the Monsters hmm. of Diamond Backs? Yes, we did, we, we did say who knows. You are correct. That is a toss-up, so we'll see. And then for the last one, the Monsters over the Diamondbacks, 3-2 to two is the score there. Again, the team that we thought, what, that we weren't sure was going to win actually wins the game. The Monsters in a close affair against the Diamondbacks. 3-2 victory there. Ben, what are your thoughts on that game, or is that kind of more of like a not that surprising, uh, so not necessarily an upstart win, do you think, or do you think this was more surprising for the Diamondbacks and even for the Monsters, too, as they win 3-2? I think the latter. Um, both teams surprised as well, because as we mentioned in the postseason preview, they the Monsters barely made it, uh, but made it nonetheless into the uh, NL Central Championship spot. So 
Um, definitely something for them to work on here as they roll into game number two next time. Uh, they need to shore up their defense and they could gain some postseason momentum. So excellent job there. Uh, however, I think nobody is more shocked on the Diamondbacks side than Jose Meisenheimer with Mike, as you said, microscopic 0.38 ERA for the original season. So he's got to be uh, sitting pretty shocked about that. But um, that, I guess that's my hot take on those guys. Definitely didn't see that coming and definitely didn't see the uh, Giants clobber the Melonheads because uh, we, we both thought that was going to be a toss-up as well. Um, so then speaking we can of... Oh, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, we can actually dig into uh, the pitching matchups for, for those games. So the Diamondbacks did not have Meisenheimer pitch in that game at all. It was actually Amanda Hellerman that got the start. Oh, wow. Four innings pitched, giving up all three runs. So they did not tab Meisenheimer for game one. They'll probably tab him for game two, would be my guess. And then for the Giants, a uh, combined shutout affair between Kirsten Sullivan... And then Barry Bonds throws two innings of relief. <laughs> How about it? How about it? Striking out four. Atta boy. There you go. That's how you get and it then, going. So for the fishes, uh, you're, 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 um, who picked up the win? I don't know who picked up the win in that game. Oh, it was uh, actually Brad Bender. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brad Bender got the win there. Um, spinning a shutout for his portion of things. And then Derek McCattery gave up three runs. So it looks like he may have started the game, McCattery. And I yeah. think uh, Brad Bender finished it by the look of it. That would um, make sense statistically, yeah. Yeah, McCattery didn't didn't last so well, but that's okay. He got the win. He got the win. And then the Indians, um, Stephanie Morgan throws four innings, of, four innings of ball, giving up seven runs. Seven runs through four innings, and they finally pulled her after that. So that's an unfortunate happenstance there. But, uh, yeah, those are the uh, pitching notes from around the league from the games. Game number two, supposed to have, we'll see, uh, Sally Dobbs is slated to go for game two for the Hornets here. We'll see what the Toronto Blue Jays decide to do with their pitching arsenal. Are they going to put Jody Palmer out there? Are they going to put somebody else out there? Um, We'll see. We'll see what happens. Palmer pitched decently in relief there. Um, Luann Louis got the start, but uh, Jody Palmer finished things off, but they did get shut out. So we'll see what happens in that. Any final thoughts, Ben, on what we just saw here today? Yes, I did some digging into the Oreo wager, and at Uh, the bottom of the game notes for our postseason preview edition, I have divisional series picks. So we'll Mm -hmm. have to wait one more game, (laughs) or or two, uh, to see who comes away with the Oreo wager, but I have your pick written down here in case I am completely shown up in game two, but we'll see how that goes <laughs> as this post series unfolds. Those are my thoughts, I guess, uh, for the rest of the the series and whatnot. Um, fantastic show by our boys and girls and the Red Hornets smashing the Blue Jays in game number one of the American League Division Series. Uh, Mike, I'm going to hand it over to you to close it out, but thanks for having me on board, and uh We'll, uh, I guess we'll, we'll come back to y'all next time, but uh, go Hornets. Sounds good. Yes, go Hornets indeed. A 5 nothing complete game shutout victory spun by Randy Johnson there. 
Shelly Dobbs looking to go for game two. We'll see you all live from the road there as we will face the Blue Jays at their place for game number two. If we win that one, we go on to the American League Championship Series and face either the Fishes or the Indians, and we'll have all kinds more news and notes from everything for game number two when we get there. But for now, um, for... Uh, yeah, let's try that again. I was going to say, for now, it's been a long day. For now, uh, we're going to sign off here uh, for my good buddy, brother, and co-host, Ben Schultz, from all of us here in the booth, and from all of us at Throwback Sports Productions. This is Michael Schultz saying so long. Have a great rest of your afternoon. Have a great finish to your weekend here. We should be back here in, it will be uh, two weeks from now, for game number two. I will be uh, out of town attending a wedding next week. End, so I will not be around for uh, that, but we will be back in two weeks for game number two. Stay tuned, stay posted. We are looking forward to it and enjoy having you along for the ride. Thank you as always. Hit us up on Red Circle and you can uh, find all of your platforms from there. But anyway, I digress. Have an awesome rest of your day, everybody, and we'll see you next time. So long. <laughs>